The art world is seen as humourless, pretentious, and reserved only for an educated elite. I'm Verity Babs, and this is Art Laughs, a series where I talk with some of the UK's funniest people about an artwork of their choice. I wanted to create a space for relaxed discussion about art that makes you laugh and doesn't make you clench your bum too hard. For this podcast, I've chosen five of my favourite episodes from the YouTube series to transfer into audio-only goodness. You can find all other episodes on YouTube. Today, I spoke to Fatia El Ghori about this incredible photograph by Hassan Hajaj. We also spoke about how art weaves itself into everyday life in North African culture and about Islamic art and about Fatia's own experience with art. And I really hope you enjoy the episode. Fatia, please introduce yourself. Hello, my name is Fatia El Ghori and I'm a stand up comedian. And thank you for having me, Verity. I'm really excited. Oh, I'm <laughs> excited. You have picked such a badass photo. Uh, why don't you uh, introduce it to us? So the photo that I've chosen is from a Moroccan photographer. And the reason why I've chosen a Moroccan photographer is because I am Moroccan. So <laughs> there's a little theme there. Um, so his name is Hassan Hajjaj. And he's from my town, actually, in Morocco. So, yeah. Shame he doesn't respond to my messages, but yeah, anyway. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, yeah, so he's a photographer and he does, his photos are very, like, he mixes in, like, the North African fashion as well as pop art. He uses, like, male and female people like models and stuff he also he's also he's also photographed loads of famous people like Nicki Minaj um I think he's done French Montana I'm not sure who is Moroccan as well and all these different um people that he's photographed but he's using the same fashions that he uses in his other art you know Mm. so the same like the North African clothing and but there's just so much sass, there's so much attitude. And as you can see from the picture, there's women with hijab and women with the veil, which is called a niqab. In North Africa, we call that like a haig, what they're wearing. So, yeah, I just think it's so different and so beautiful and reflects a different side of, I guess, North African culture, mixes it in with the new. And, yeah, it's just, I just love it. I think it's great. It's such a brilliant bright sort of in your face photograph so around the sides it's got these sort of like duplo bricks and yes. you know you can see the sort of nike tick on uh, on the women's clothing on, on one of the shoes and yeah it does feel instantly like very different from any art that i've ever been exposed to kind of coming out of north africa and i think yeah. it's a very sort of different vibe to you know, those in the West who aren't necessarily familiar with with these cultures wouldn't expect to see this image. It feels really different. Yes. So, yeah, those bricks around the sides. Like, if you look at his other images, you'll see on the sides he'll have stuff that that are that we have in Morocco, you know, like maybe the cans of um, tuna that we used to buy in the shop or like the bottles of drink, something that if a winner Moroccan sees it is automatically brought back to Morocco when you look at it. And he usually puts that around the sides of his pictures as well. Even like the flooring, that's the flooring that we have. I've got a dress like that, that blue dress. I've got one like that, you know. <laughs> so like That's called the jileba. And it's like we have men's ones and women's ones. So, um, and everybody has one. And then like the footwear is called the and it's made of leather. 
and again we have men's ones and women's ones and we have like ones where the traditional like traditional wedding ones Mm -hmm. traditional party ones and then you have like your everyday ones that you just wear and then you have ones that are special for certain celebrations and stuff like that so um so yeah it's just like it's morocco with a modern twist i guess yeah it's just great i love it <laughs> and it is just the, the colors that stand out so much and it's, and it's so interesting to hear that you know that the brands that have sort of been used to frame the artworks in these series are just sort of common you know common household items that would be really recognizable and yeah. i think you know, recently obviously we're in the sort of wake of the explosion in beirut and i've been reading a lot about the fact that basically in the West, some people have this idea that the, you know, North Africa and the Middle East are just places where bad things happen all the time. So people aren't emoting in the way they're meant to about this, this yes. catastrophe and about the idea that, you know, this, this, these huge places on earth are just where these things happen. So people aren't caring enough and seeing images like this are the complete opposite to, I suppose, the sort of you know, war-torn grey images that you're shown on the news repeatedly. Yes. And, like, you, when you look at countries like that as well, people just think of, like, poverty and desert and waste and just, like, no, nothing thrives or, like, there's just no, it's just, like, dead and dying and horrible and, like you said, full of misery. And it's not like that. Don't get me wrong, there is suffering, so we're not saying that doesn't exist or we're not, you know, like, pushing that away or anything like that. But there are also beautiful sides to it. There's beauty in everything, in every situation, you know. Mm. And, um, yeah, I just love this art. I just I just love it. Like, and a lot of it, there's a lot of women that he photographs as well in these. So it's like a juxtaposition, putting two things together that don't, that people don't think go together, you know. Mm. Like, if you go to Marrakesh, which is in Morocco, like, you and it's they in in that city loads of women are on bicycles all the time and um, sorry not bicycles motorbikes yeah. you know and they ride around on motorbikes and stuff like that because it's just that's just how they do it in that city you know mm. and you wouldn't think that you'd be like oh no no you know it's a muslim country i bet they don't let their women do that and all that i'm like no i've seen women in, in marrakesh on harleys bro do you know what i mean <laughs> with their niqabs on and they're in their harleys like what <laughs> like that kind of thing so it's just just like it's just showing a different side to that culture like you said because the media and that portray a certain image of these kind of countries and so art like this shows a different side of that country you know and hopefully helps people to like open their minds a bit you know yeah and is art something that you have had a lot of experience with is it something you grew up around um yes I would say most definitely um like so when I was in school I did art in school and performing arts and all that and I did it in college as well and then when I went to university although I didn't finish university I did do art there as well so so yeah it's always um yeah I guess it's it's always been around you know like even like even for example I'll give you an example like the sweets that we make you know like when it was Eid time although I was born and, and raised here but like when it was Eid time we would make like Moroccan sweets so Eid is like the celebration that we have after Ramadan and then we have another one three months after that one so we have two Eids in a year 
And um, so we would make sweets and stuff, or if somebody was getting married or something like that. And just the way the, the way you make the sweets, the patterning, everything like that. We used to have special tools to do it. Like my mum would shake them and me and my sisters would be like putting the little, sh- the, the little um, designs on them and stuff like that. So we've always had that, you know. And then also like mm. the Moroccan clothes, like if you see in this what the women are wearing, you, these are just like basic ones, basic colours, basic materials and stuff but we there are ones that have got loads of jewels and have like four or five different colors in them so you know like when we're getting ready to go to morocco and we go to the market with my mom to buy materials so that we can go to morocco and get them made and you pick your own materials so you're always aware of like color and matching and, mm. and that kind of stuff so yeah kind of like i guess like, and then obviously like growing up always listening to like arabic music at home and stuff like that well we did have english music as well but you know like your my parents parents always listening to that my mum always singing it as she baked like bread in the kitchen and stuff so yeah I guess we've always yeah I guess although I studied it and stuff but I also we did grow up in with it I guess yeah that's so interesting though the idea of growing up around it not almost as an active choice about you know every weekend we'd be taken to an art gallery it was more like this is just a part of everyday life like making these ornate meals and especially the thing about having your outfits tailored it's so lovely I think to have clothes that you've sort of designed yourself so I think that's really interesting that it's just a part of your culture is yes and you know looking at um eastern or north african architecture it's so ornate and you see that in the in the mosques over here is just that real spark of design and pattern sort of lives through you know generations through like immigration and stuff it it still sort of thrives on that yeah no absolutely and even like you said like with the mosques if you go the mosques like in morocco completely different to the mosques here and if you go to um, depending on what area you go to, like for example, there's a Turkish mosque in um, in um, Dalston, and I think it's called the Suleiman Suleiman Mosque. And if you go in there, like it's complete, it's all tiled and it's got a fountain, and it's like, do you, and then if you go to the East London Mosque, it's completely different. All the floors have different um, color carpets and stuff like that. So every mosque is different, like you said, but you're always surrounded by that. You're always surrounded. You know, even like remember going to Morocco and then you know like our, the the seti because we have we have we have like these Moroccan settees and it all match the curtains and and every, and then when you're eating and they bring out like these uh, serviettes they will match the, the couch. I'm like, this is crazy. <laughs> it's so coordinated. For my sort of brief experience with looking at uh, Islamic art in in. in university I feel like I I didn't ever do any of the courses on it specifically so I think the brief introduction I had was was about you know the significance of pattern but also not portraying figures and and specifically not the figure of the prophet and I feel like that might well be sort of the only thing that a lot of people know about Islamic art is that there are no people in it but actually I feel like it's far more (laughs) complicated than that and this idea that you can't really you know, do art properly without people in you just have to look at you know like you say clothes or food or architecture to see that that's so not true yeah exactly absolutely and it's funny you should say I'm going to go back to the food <laughs> but it's funny you should say that like even when we're when we're 
doing like I don't know if you've ever seen like couscous is a is a massive North African dish like a proper popular and famous North African dish so like and every North African um, country that has it like Tunisia has their own version of it Algeria has their own version of it even in Morocco itself you'll find a difference in between the north and south in how they do it and the west and the east and stuff but I'm from the north which is the best <laughs> but but um yeah even like the way we do it the way we lay out the vegetables it's like an art you know like you put the meat in the middle and then you start to layer the vegetables up like this around it like a little teepee you know and you're like carrot courgette uh chickpeas um what's the other th pumpkin all these you know and it's there's such an art to it and like you said because you grow up in it you kind of take it for granted you don't realize that um like it's, you, you don't realize it's happening because it's something you're just used to. Yeah. You know, it's just part of your life. Like you said, part of your culture, part of your everyday. It's just, you know, even the cups of tea, the tea that we pour the cups in, even there's an art to pour in the tea as well and everything. Like it's just, yeah, yeah it's, it's amazing. <laughs> That's interesting again why like Hassan Hajaj has put these everyday items around the corner because I guess like we've been saying, art is so heavily ingrained in everything in every part of that culture that it's as much an artistic practice to frame a photograph or a painting with tins of beans as it would be to make a super super ornate wooden frame yes absolutely and i think also when by him using those those things that we can relate to like the, like i said the tins of beans or the the old bottles of coke and stuff like then it relates to everyone because the young people can relate to the fashionable clothing and the night ticks and stuff like that. And then you've got the older generation, like my mum and stuff, they can relate to the stuff that's going around it, but they can also relate to the women in the niqab because my mum used to wear that kind of niqab. She still wears one now, but it's different to that, you know. So that also takes her back to a time of, um, you know, back to her childhood and her growing up there and stuff. So there's a little bit of everything for everyone in that. Like you said, there's colour, there's pattern, there's stuff that makes you reminisce. So it's just, as well as showing you a bit of, you know, North Africa as well. So it's just a massive mix of so much. Like you're, you just can't stop looking at it and yeah. you can stare at it for ages. <laughs> yeah. Like it's just so nice to look at. Yeah, the whole series that he's done of these biker girls in Morocco are just yes. so cool. <laughs> Fatia, thank yeah. you so much for talking to me today. It's been an absolute pleasure. Um, could you just let us know where it's best to follow you to hear what you're getting up to? Firstly, thank you for having me because I've enjoyed it. I like talking about <laughs> art. And um, so thank you for having me. And I think what you're doing here is great. I love it. Oh, I'll come back is. anytime and talk about anything. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so yeah, you can find me on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. So to remember then. And it's just under my full name, Fatia El Ghori. Thanks so much for watching. You can follow Fatia in the ways written below. And as per usual, you can follow me at Verity Babs Art on Instagram.